And I said, you, you need to tell us how this happened because the United Nations have honored them as peacekeepers. And I wondered what they were doing in Nigeria that we don't know about while they were away, that the United Nations got their eyes on them. So Dr. Etim, God bless you as you come up this morning. Thank Amen. Praise the Lord. Can I shift this, yeah? Because sometimes I tend to move back. Uh, no, I tend to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> I don't move back, I move forward. Archbishop Benson Idahosa of blessed memory. He, when he enters a car, you can't reverse. He goes only forward. Hallelujah. Um, let's stand. Let's stand. Uh, we're going to pray. There's already the spirit of prayer and supplication in the house. I sense, I sense, I sense, I sense that now. And I want everybody to lift up your voice right now. You didn't leave your house to come here just to watch. You came here to engage in the kingdom. Lift up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I have a song right now? Open your mouth and just begin to pray. Just open your mouth. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today. Thank you for your wonderful people today. Thank you for the spirit of prayer and supplication. Thank you because I can sense your spirit is here already, touching lives and people. Our Lord, grant us utterance today. We ask for utterance that we will speak your counsel. There's a word for the church today, and we are going to speak it so that your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. I want to first of all thank our dearly beloved pastor, Pastor Abe and Pastor Lily for granting me another opportunity to uh, uh, say a few words. What is God saying? What is God saying? What is God saying? What is the counsel of God for now? You need to know the noun word in your life. Hallelujah. You need to know where you are, and you need to know where you're going. But before I go into that, probably um, I would like to uh, say a few words, as a pastor has said. Um, I, um, I like you all know, I'm a physician. I work in uh, general practice. Um, um, so uh, we've been doing some work uh, as ministers of God. We've also been doing some outreaches. Even even in the even in the UK here, uh, yeah, uh, I and my wife we worked in the charity called Charity, which is a changing of uh, outcome of life transformation called in Ebden. We are we are trustees, uh, which is a charity for uh, people with drug and alcohol problems for more than twenty five years. So we were trustees in that charity to help people with drug addiction. And of course, I was working in uh, drug services in Bradford here for well over 15 years as a GP. So, um, so we've had work with that. And of course, we also work with the biggest church in Europe before the war in Ukraine. That is my good friend, Sunday Adelaja. Many of you have known him. He has the biggest church in Europe before the war broke out. 99% of the people, he was a black man from Nigeria but 99.9% um, .9 of his church were all uh, uh, Caucasian white people. And then, of course, they, it, it, they had a tremendous drug service. And then we worked with them. I was in, with him in Ukraine before the war for 10, uh, 10 days in his house. And we had an international convention on how to transform lives and transform Nigeria, which you know is uh, a big country. Hallelujah. So, and then we had some work in the Niger Delta of Nigeria, which you know, 
Uh, so a lot of things have happened. Can I have, can I have the first picture, please? So can I have the first picture? Huh? Is it up? All right. So let me, oh, it's not coming there. So let me, right. Okay. So, uh, so I, I was in Nigeria, I've, I've told pastors. So I was there. That's uh, my handsome face there for you. <laughs> Very nice. So that's me there. A lot of degrees. A lot. So we did, um, uh, where we got my friends, Archbishop Eddie and uh, P. Archbishop, two Archbishop were my friends. So we did a big outreach there. We ministered and then we also did free uh, medical tests, investigations. So it, it had more like in the morning, we were ministering as um, pastors. And then, of course, in the evening, we were also showing, exercising the love of Christ. We, so uh, that's what went on. And then a lot of other work that we did there. And can I have the next picture, please? Yeah. So uh, we, the next picture, uh, of course, uh, a lot of this went, I didn't even know. I mean, I think this is a key testimony. I did not know that a lot of this has gone to the United Nations. So I was nominated to be uh, a peace ambassador, and that was the award which was uh, given. It's quite a very high award. They do give to very presidents and so on. So, yeah. So while we're doing that, okay, so a few other things came, they, they had to, because I was quite brief in Port Harcourt, so they, they had to, they, they, the, the delegate came. Can I have the next picture, please? So they were then, so then after, I think as we're going through, I, I send my, so you send your CV, and then they look at the assessment and so on, and then at the, the UN, they gazetted, so I was given the highest award there. So I was a chartered fellowship as an eminent peace ambassador. So, uh, so I'm an ambassador. So you can call me His Excellency. <laughs> uh, you can call me formally. You can, I'm 18. You keep, keep calling me 18 in the church anyway. I'm, I'm 18. So, so that, is, that is what it, but it is a lot doing. Uh, is a lot doing. Uh, my wife is here. Can tell you, we never knew, we never saw it coming at all. We never saw it coming. So God gave us this great honor. It's an honor to us as family. It's just an honor to the church here. I think it's part of the grace of God here, and for all of us. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right. Okay. So I think that is. Um, I said, I didn't see it coming, did I? Did I say that? And that's what I'm going to talk about. My talk today, I want you to bear with me. You can lift up your hand if you want to ask a question. That is okay. I'm going to answer it. And God, because I'm going to speak under the unction, so I should be able to have a good, a, a reasonable answer for you. Now, I'm talking about the mystery of the journey or navigation. In fact, I'm took, anybody got a sat nav? I've got my phone here. Sat nav, you know, sat nav, everybody now. Yeah. I'm going to talk about satellite navigation. Is that all right? Or is, huh? it's okay, yeah. Satellite navigation. Many people nowadays thank God for satellite navigation. We used to use maps before, but we are now using sat-nav, isn't it? You want to go somewhere, you put the postcode, and then you just start your car and begin to, and you trust that the sat-nav will do what? Lead you to where you are going. Are you with me? Yeah. You trust the sat-nav. You trust the sat-nav. First scripture chapter, uh, 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 um, Psalm 44, verse 6. We trust in a lot of things. And I'm going to talk about the trust for the journey. I'm going to talk about the information for the journey. I'm going to talk about your life so far. I'm going to talk about your life now. And I'm going to talk about how do you move from here? Or not just how do you move? How do I know where to go to? Where should I go? 
What should I be doing now? The satellite navigation enables you to get to where you go and you put your trust in that small machine. And really, it gets you there, doesn't it? It does get you there sometimes, although it will take you through the bush. <laughs> I was going somewhere. And he told me, turn left. And I turned left, and he was going up a, a hill, a mount. I said, no, no, no. And then I came back. Hallelujah. How do we get to, have you ever wondered where you go, how you got to where you are now? Have you ever wondered about that? Have you ever wondered where you are now? Yes? Yes, yes. Have you ever wondered, where am I going? What is it? Where am I going? How will it? Okay, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. I was uh, uh, about 25 years ago, I was a pastor in Nigeria, and um, one of our deacons was getting married was getting married. So we went for the, you know, marriage traditional. We always have a traditional marriage and then the white wedding. Okay, so we're going for the traditional some stuff. So we went to the car. The other pastor was driving. I was driving. And the guy who was getting married was in the car. So we're going on. So as we're going now, <laughs> we're past. so I was praying, praying, praying. Then suddenly, what? had a flash. A, 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 an explosion in front of, a vision of an explosion on my face. I said, what is this? I didn't know what, but we're on a journey. So we kept on, I prayed again. I, again, I got another flash in front of, I said, then I asked the Lord, what is this? I didn't get an answer. So about two or three times, and then it went off. I didn't get it again. So we went to the marriage we did all the things, the marriage, gave drinks and all that. And so we came back. We got back to our town in Portacourt, about 200 yards. As we were getting to my house to drop me off, the meter in the car, the uh, temperature, you know, in Africa, <laughs> the cars get overheated often. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So they, they, it, it get overheated. So we said, ah, the car is overheating. So we stopped. So I said, so I went to the car, opened the bonnet, because if it's overheated, maybe it's water or something. So I, so I opened the bonnet. As I opened my bonnet to look, wow, the explosion I saw happened. Happened to me. So it was so intense. The whole hose, the boiling water, Flash on the whole of my body. And you, did you know what I said? Huh? I said, I said, Lord, is this the end? <laughs> you didn't get me. You get me. Huh? So, because it was, because I had been seeing this, I didn't know what it meant. So when this explosion, I now saw the manifestation of the vision I saw a few hours later. Boo, I said, oh God, is this the end? <laughs> that was what I said to the Lord. I said, is this the end? But I knew it wasn't the end. <laughs> this is where I'm going today. I knew it was not the end. But it was so dramatic that I asked the Lord, is this the end? So I was boiling water. I was completely drenched with boiling water. Then I entered. People came to me. Oh, are you? So they put me in the car. They drove me home. I got home. I met my wife. I got into the sitting room. I took out the clothes. Nothing happened to me. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Not even red, not, you know, eat nothing, nothing. Boiling water, nothing. So, in your journey, God will be taking you on a journey. Really, our life is a journey. You've come so far, you are so somewhere now, 
and you are going somewhere. In this journey, there are three types of people. In the journey, there are three types of people. Those who don't know God at all. Like so I saw somebody talk about Japanese or some people, they don't even know God at all. And there are still those who said, no, we don't believe in God. Like it's very popular to say, we belong to this uh, group. We don't believe in God or we are scientists or, you know, it is very fashionable among the rebellious people to say there's no God. And the Bible says, a fool says in his heart, there's what? No God. So that's the first group of people on the journey. We're all on this journey. The second group of people on this journey are people who I called Christians. Now, these two type of Christians are those who call upon the name of the Lord, but they don't know him. Are you with me? They will speak, praise God, hey, I'm going to church, and they are dancing, they are singing, they are praying. They even don't know who they are praying to. Hey! Then they will say, God is not answering my prayers. How will God answer your prayers when you don't even make an effort to know him? They speak the Christian words. Somebody came last night. We were up till 2 a.m. Because of somebody who said he was a Christian. And really was, was not. So this second group of people are there. And this, the Lord spoke about this type of people that the, the enemy came and so tells. Leave them alone. And finally, they are the ones who know their God and do exploits. Amen. And today, my, my, my talk is to enable you move from one or two and get you to where? Three. Stay in three. Get to three. Even if you are in number one, look for a way and get to number three. Because you'll be wasting your time in number two. Even with those of you who are in number one, who are not born again, there will be a time for you to start your journey to number three. God doesn't, but Psalm number one says, for God knows the ways of the righteous, but the, way of the, the ways of the wicked are like the chaff before the wind. God blows it away. God blows it away. For God knows the way of number three. But the ways of number one and even number two is useless. Useless. So in number three, therefore, when you are in number three, you begin to trust in the Lord. Psalm 44 verse 6 says, I will not trust in my bow. Why did David say that? I will not trust in my bow. When assemblies of God and one pastor came, well, that was about 30 years ago, and he was singing, and he was dancing, and he was saying, I will not trust in my bow. I will not. <laughs> Power cut you. Open to coastals. I will not trust in my bow. Remember this scripture. Even if you focus, it's easy to remember. Psalm 44, verse what? Verse what? Verse what? I will not trust in my bow. Why? He was a soldier. David, he was a king. And but in war, you use a bow. He had a It's not that he didn't have, he had a bow. Was he using a bow? Yes. He had a bow and an arrow. Go to the next part of that verse. He says, go on. And he says, for I will not trust in nor shall my sword save me. So in number three, you begin to know that even though you have a bow, you have a sword, it will not save you. You will use it, but it will not power is, you are a, uh, you are an embodiment of power. Oh, I don't know how to explain this. Are you with me? You, you have to know this. When you get to number three, you begin to know that you are not just emotion. This is a problem. Christians who are doing the emotions, they hinder the gospel. Those who are doing the Christianity, they hinder themselves and hinder others because they are not able to 
you know, get, get the program. They're not on the journey, the stumbling block. So God sees us where we are, and God sees where we are going. Now, if you I can have the next scripture, Genesis chapter 16, verse 14. It talks about Hagar. Hagar, you know the story of Hagar very early in. Hagar was a stubborn woman. She now had Abraham, you know, you know the story, had a child and so on and so forth. And there was a clash between Hagar and her madame, Sarah, and they kicked her out of the house. Because she, I don't want to talk about what happened. But where I'm going now is when they kicked her out and she was in the desert and then she was about to die. Verse 14, therefore the one was called Bel Eroi. Observe it was, no. Where did it start from verse, um, go, go to 13 please. Go a bit earlier for me please. Uh, 13. So uh, when she was, um, she was sent to the desert, she was about to die with the son. And then, and then, and 13 says, then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are the Lord who sees me. But she said, have I also been, have, have I also here seen him who sees me? Then a well appeared, which was called Bel Haroi. Observe it is, and it is the Lord who sees me. So that even though you are here, you are in a his condition, you are thinking God, the, the, Lord, the Lord sees you. Don't, don't forget what people are deceiving you. Let people not deceive you. The Lord sees you. And the Lord knows even if you are in rebellion, even if you've made God things wrong in your life, today is a day that the Lord will get you because he sees you. The name of the Lord is uh, 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 Jehovah El Roy. That is one of the covenant names of God. He sees where you are. He sees where you are going. It doesn't matter. Here was a woman who was, they kicked, Abraham had kicked her out. <laughs> Lost his social. Eh? Is that not extraordinary? Are you with me? Amen. So God is God who sees us on our journey. Nobody here will say, I've never made a mistake before. I have made tons of mistakes. It doesn't really matter with God. God wants you to get onto level, get all, level three and start and and start to run. And that is the purpose of today's message. How can you get running? Now let's go to the next scripture, Psalm 40. Have you got the message? Have you got the message? Have you got it on message? I waited and waited for the Lord. At last he, he looked. You have to be. There are two ways. When I was sitting here, the Lord gave me two words. The first word was patience. I will remember the second word now. The first word was patience. You have said, oh, when will things change? I waited and waited for God. <laughs> At last he looked and he, finally he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch. Pulled me out from deep mud. Stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I would not do what? Sleep. He taught me how to sing the latest God song. A praise song to our God. More and more people are saying this. They enter their mystery, abandoning themselves to God. Hey, my God. Hey! Put your hands together for Jesus. More and more. Have you seen it there? All of us, we've been there. You know, you've been looking for something from the Lord. There's nobody here who is not looking for something from the Lord. Nobody, I am looking for something. He waited. So the first word I have for you is patience. Is patience. Who through patience obtain the promise? So there is a role for obtaining. There is a capacity because you know that in the gift of the spirit, 
when you have love and eh? joy, peace. The next one is what? Patience. Number four. Number four. You have need of patience that after you've done the will of God that you may obtain the promise. See this guy? That, so when the Lord, some of you don't even know how to sing the Lord's song. You don't even, so you will, you, you will wait and get to sing. <laughs> then your joy, the, the, the joy there is not because McDonald has opened here or the road is tired or there is water or, no. That is not what it is. Amen. So, when, when we are talking now about the mystery of the journey, I'm going to come back to that now. What is a mystery? What is a mystery? I'm sure if you read detectives, uh, novels, you know, ha, what a mystery. Hey, the mystery, uh, uh, that is Google or dictionary meaning. Of, but what does the Bible call a mystery? What the Bible calls a mystery is different from what you see on Google. What the Bible calls mystery is information, in knowledge that you yourself cannot receive it unless the Holy Spirit opens it to you. Mark what I'm saying. A mystery in the Bible. Somebody say a mystery in the Bible is information that I receive by the help of the Holy Spirit. Don't forget that. So, for your journey with God, you need to understand what is the mystery. Look at in Psalm. It says, in that Psalm we read, Psalm 40 verse 1, it says, they enter the mystery. They enter the, they enter the what? The mystery. Abandoning themselves to God. So, you'll be able to, are you with me so far, please? Yes. Huh? All right, so, 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 if you, for those who are, in, I'm not going to go into, I'm not going to talk more about the mystery. I'm not going to, but if you're interested, go and Google Dr. Vine's expository. He uh, said the seven mysteries of the new covenant. In the new covenant, you will see the word mystery, mystery. Seven levels, seven, seven of them. It is for the Christian. We're not talking about the mystery today, but for your navigation, you have to have an understanding of the mystery, of the basic understanding of a mystery. Try, to, as you do this, 1 Corinthians, jump to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. Jump to, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. <laughs> we speak the mystery of God in what? In a what? Say in a mystery. It's so weak. Say in a mystery. <laughs> I want, I want to, I want it. Huh? I want, I like it hot. I'm just coming from Africa. <laughs> Amen. He said, he said, but we speak with the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God has ordained before the ages for our glory which none of the rulers of this world, of this age, knew. For had they known, they would not have done what? Crucify the Lord of glory. So what he's saying there is that the people in the world, in, you know, that time in Jesus, you know the story and so on, had they known that the plan of God, they would have left Jesus alone. Are you with me? So if they had, but they didn't know. So they know, let's kill him, let's kill him, let's kill him. They didn't know that they are unwittingly fulfilling the plan of God in their rebellion. Are you with me there? So, a mystery is, a, is continuous throughout your life. So what happened now is, look at me, look at me. Everybody look at me now, look at me. You are walking. But your walk is a mystery. Life is a mystery. You, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. No matter, even if you are a soothsayer, you cannot say everything that is going to happen tomorrow. So your life is a mystery. You are going. Now, even, if, even as you are walking, you cannot say, 
Oh, tomorrow I will. The Bible says, don't even say tomorrow I'll go here and do business. No, no. Say, if God permits, let it be so. So, so you are walking, but then he said, thy word is a light unto my path and a life unto my path. So that revelation of seeing where you are going is by the logos. But the word of God that you are here, it crystallizes it and you begin to move into that daily direction, witnessing, inward witness of your life. So what I'm going to say, what I'm saying is this, that whew, Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you okay there? Amen. Yeah. I think some of it looks a bit uh, hard. Let me try to slow down now. <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, okay, so what it is is that you cannot really so you you don't want to get your life frustrated because you don't know the way. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't know where he's going? Eh? The Bible says he wearies everybody because they don't know how to get do get get it. Have you met someone who doesn't even know how to repent? He doesn't even know. It's, you need to understand and know where you're going. It is through the mystery of God that okay. So the Bible tells us that, but we speak the the wisdom of God in a mystery. Ephesians chapter three. Go back now to Ephesians 3. And he says that. Let me read. Let me read from here. He says, To the intent that now the manifest wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. So um, when we begin to fellowship with God, gradually people will begin to see that we know where we are going. Things will begin to change. The God is coming for, the Lord himself is coming for a triumphant church. Don't forget about what is happening. The Lord is coming for a triumphant church. The Lord, the church will be ruling in power. That is the end game. That is the end of the, you are part of, that is part of the mystery we are talking about. Because we know that, we know how the game ends. We know the score. And we know the winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so, so the, 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 in First Corinthians chapter two verse seven, it says that that this mystery has been kept hidden for you, not from you. Are you with me? The mystery has been kept hidden for you, but not from you. Are you with me? So that is a major thing, brethren. Just like. Your parents here, you've been children. You may have a nice, maybe, <laughs> chocolate or something from the child. You take it and hide it somewhere. But it's for the child. Are you with me? But you take it and keep it somewhere. Hide it. That is the purpose of the mystery. God has a plan for you and I. But it has been kept, hidden somewhere for you. Is taken, is kept, is kept hidden, and that is the purpose of the mystery. Your, your, your thing is to find out what is it, what am I to do, how many, how many souls am I to win, how do I talk to this person, how do I now move on in my life? So the purpose of the mystery is to for you to begin. But then, listen to this, listen to this now, listen to this. God begin to woo you, eh, to come to Him. As you come close to him, you begin to see the way. You begin to see the light. As you come closer, they show you small. Uh, they, it's like um, it's like a movie. They don't show you every. Do they show everything at the movie at the same time? Do they show everything? Bam! You see the beginning and you see the end. No, it it unfolds. But the unfolding of your life. Is a process of you are coming to know him. So as you come to know him, can you go to the second scripture? First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. So as you uh, 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 9. For God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
So when, what, what of the things that happen is that when you come to know God, let me see, um, those of you are going to level three now. Those of you there. Now, what God will now do is that um, you come to know him, you begin to chat, you begin to, hey, pee, pee, hello, <laughs> hey, ho, ho. Then you begin, don't make God too see, you know, the Lord, you're speaking with him, it's like a <laughs> boyfriend and uh, what, what do you call that, girlfriend thing. You're talking, you're chatting, you're laughing, you are very emotional now. Get emotional with the Lord. Don't be too stiff. Don't be too... <laughs> just, just take it, make it easy. Let it, let it flow. Are you with me? Because your spirit flows. And then you begin to engage with the Lord. And because he, he is, the Lord is the bridegroom. He is coming. Don't forget that. That our Lord is the what? The bridegroom. Say bridegroom. Kayaro. He is coming. So he's going to come. But, but you now, you have also to be, you know, ladies, you understand what I'm saying? Don't be too, too um, stiff. Are you getting me? Also, be, women are very, you know, you should, be, you should be better Christians than men. At the end of it all, we are all, I was saying, I said this in, uh, in Portugal, I said, at the end of it, we are all women because we are the bride. Uh -huh. Are you getting it there? At the end of it, so the women have a head start in this game. They have a head start. Eh? Now, now, but now, so God begins to, have you read, if you read, last time we talked about Songs of Solomon, how it is a romance. In the Jew culture, every time they read the romance, why can't we, Christians are not romantic. Why can't we romantic for a change? Let us be romantic, nice people. The love song of the Lord. Jesus is Lord. I love the Lord. The only name of my God. My God is love. Eh? Eh? Am I saying the truth? Hey, Jesus. Be, don't make, don't say, oh, yes, you can cry. Oh, I am so tired today. Yes. But if, if it's, you are, you are engaged, eh? you are engaged with uh, uh, a boy or something, and it's around maybe even nine or even ten, in all of hello, sweet, oh, 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 hey, you wake up, eh? oh, how are you, where did you go, how are you, God is expecting that from you and I. You wake up and be, hello, <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Ah, why can't you also now ask him? The spirit of the law, of, of the, for, okay, for God has revealed them to us. So when you begin to engage with God in the spirit, the, the spirit will, he, he said, it is written, um, what is it? Which verse are we now? Ten. For God has revealed to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Hear the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the thing of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Are you with me? So in this way now, as you begin this, um, are you with me? Relationship. Huh? No, just get it. When you begin this relationship, God will say, okay, what is it, Gloria? I'm using my wife now. What is it? Uh, huh? Brian. What is it, Brian, now you want, Brian? What is it you want now, Brian? So the relationship with God has come out that of an outsider. Lord, I've been knocking on this door for a long time. Nobody has answered my prayers. It has come to the time that the Bible says God spoke with Moses as the man spoke to him. Moses said to the Lord, don't do it, Lord. Leave them and... I said, huh? okay, if you say so. Okay, I'll let them off. But no, God said, no, I would not. No, it's too much. I'm fed up of these stiff-necked people. And then uh, he said to Moses, Moses said, uh, Moses said, um, 
uh, I'm fed up. Uh, he struck the, this thing two times. God said, no. Uh, Moses, I will not let you off this time, my friend. Go and get yourself ready. You're not entering the promised land. Moses said, oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I want to enter. Said, okay. Go up the mountain. Look at the promised land. Go back. Go and prepare yourself. We're taking you away. So you have to move to that level. Say level three. Are you with me? So that is where you get the journey right. Now, let me just say, because I know my time is uh, going now. Let me say a little thing here about the spirit realm. Because we have to emphasize more on the spirit realm. Because people are looking for things of the spirit. You know, here, people like divining. Anywhere you go, uh, Bradford, Africa, people are doing definition. Eh? Even in the church, people try to do definition. How, is, how do you know that the person talking to you, telling you things, is, a, is from God? Because they will come to you and tell you lying wonders. In Numbers chapter 22, there was a man called Balaam who had the spirit of divination. And somebody contacted him to curse the people of God. And God told him not to do that. You can read it uh, Numbers chapter 22 to 23. So you see that the spirit, like here in Bradford, here in Bradford and in many cities, spirits, people use spirits to go to their office, to go and conjure spirits. You know what I'm saying? You know that. You know, don't you? Yeah. Doesn't really matter. So, you cannot be ignorant of the spirit. You will do it to your own peril. Now, let me just talk about a quick thing here. People come and tell you, like, oh, some of you see on a TV, hey, your telephone number is ending in 427. You are living in a road, uh, a road ending with... Um, uh, 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 what do you call this road again? Uh, you know. Huh? Bola, yeah, Boland Street. Oh, he's a spirit of... No! The spirit of God does not give you telephone numbers. The spirit of God does not give you addresses. It's the spirit of definition. The spirit of God reveals Jesus and the things of God. Don't be deceived. Of course, the demons have information, familiar spirit, they know these things, but it's useless because they are bound for the, uh, 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 bound for the, God has given them a time. The man, the, 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 the madman of the gathering, he said, have you come to destroy us before our time? They just said, come on, get out from there. They ran through the pigs and drowned in the sea. Don't be afraid. Some of you are, why can't God, yes. Get, try to see and what I'm telling you now. You will start your journey in the spirit realm. You will be growing, growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't be deceived. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. I'll be rounding up very soon. Somebody will now ask me, what is the economy? How does this thing work. Eh? How does the economy of the mystery, what is the economy of the, what is the fellowship of the mystery? What is the economy of the mystery? How do we now get it? Hallelujah. First Corinthians, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. One of the things you will begin to, you know, always remember that when you are born, you have actually given your life to the Lord. You are joined with the spirit. You are intertwined. Hallelujah. So what happened is that your spirit, eh? when the spirit is moving, the Holy Spirit, you, you, will not, you, be, you, be, you, you will not be able to differentiate the move of the spirit. Hallelujah. This union gives you access to the deep things of God. Because the Holy Spirit will begin to lead you. But it's not going to be one day. Patience. That's my first word for you today. Patience, brethren. And first, the second word was persistence. I've gotten it back now. 
There were two pieces. The first one is patience. The second one is persistence. That was the word the Lord said. So you have to, in this union, you begin to know the direction. Where am I going to go? Sometimes it doesn't come immediately. But you are, you are journey, you are, how do I put it? Even if you want to a game, you are in a game. You can't just take the first kick and score. Do you? Do you? You have to dribble, dribble, pass it to this one, run back to the, and then score. So also in the things of the spirit, you have to begin to navigate. You have to be patient, and in, but you have to be persistent. Go for it, pressing. If you ask the Lord today, Lord, then Father, my Father, you stay there, you stay there, you sleep, you wake up, you sleep, you sleep. Well, two days, oh God, you hold him there. By the third day, the thing begins to move. God will advise you on things that you need to, how you're going to, God will begin to show you the resources because God's resources are available to you, but you do not ask because you don't know how to ask. As you begin to make an effort to know our Lord better, things will change in your life. Don't just remain a baby. Don't say, I am born again now. Let God do for me what he likes. No. 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 Learn to speak to him every day and he will speak to you. God will put scriptures in your heart. Speak to the Lord in small sentences that you can remember. Don't quote people's big prayers. Say it as simple, short ways. As in the journey, this, this, okay, go back to Sabnav. Um, there's a road, con, turn left. Is that not so? On the Sabnav, does it tell you when you get to um, Hodesfield, turn left? Does it tell you that? No, it tells you that when you go along this, as you are going 200 yards, turn right. And you are, you are happy with that. Did you ask him, I'm going to Huddersfield, where will I? Did you, did you ask that? Did you ask the Sabnav? No. You are patient to wait for the Sabnav. Turn left, turn right. Turn left, turn right. You shall hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way you shall go. And you shall hearken unto it, and they shall have rest for your soul. You shall not be worried for the things of tomorrow. For the things of tomorrow shall take care of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil Thereof. God, you would want to get a feedback from God, but it will come. But are you ready for it? <laughs> are you ready? Many people are afraid they are going to speak. God will tell me something I'm not ready to do. Are you interested in the things of God? Really? Can I have that music again? Let's rise on our feet. Are you really ready? I want us to begin to pray. You are here. You have been stuck in some way. You have been stuck. Oh, my God. You are looking for the way forward. The king of the king of glory is here. So let him turn it in your favor. Oh Jesus. Watch him work it for your good. If you want prayers, he's not done with what he two sets of people you want to give your life to Christ. You are in you are in one. You don't even know what I'm talking he's about. Not Come out. Hello peace, hello joy, hello love, hello strength, hello hope, it's a new horizon, hello peace, hello joy, hello 
are here, you want to find a way to move with God in your life. Here you want, you want prayers. There's an opportunity for that. You've ever seen, you ever seen, The Lord is interested in your welfare. The Lord loves you. As a, okay. come forward, please. Come forward. Come forward. Come forward. Come forward. Please, can people come forward? Come forward. You are looking for direction in the life. The Lord is here to give you tremendous direction. Oh my God. Can we begin to pray now? The church, please, can we pray? Open your mouth. Begin to pray. 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 Many people are in the valley of decision now. They don't even know what will happen tomorrow. The Lord is here. Oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Can I have people coming out to pray? Leaders, please. Uh, begin, begin to pray for the people right now. Please, leaders, can we come forward and lay hands on them right now? Can we people begin to pray in the spirit? Can the people of God open your mouth now? Can we have the music now? If you have not prayed, open your mouth now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh Jesus. Lord, this is a time. Impartation, signs and wonders, miracles. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh Kaya. Take the power of God. The God is here to show his power. Everybody, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice to the Lord. Lift up your... Can I have a prayer in the house? Oh, you are not praying. You are not praying. Everybody, lift up your voice to the Lord. People are getting filled. The power of God is here. 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 Take it in the name of Jesus. Fire is here. Everybody, lift up your house up. The power of God is moving in the house. The power is moving. 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 The power of God. Lay hands on. Oh my God. The power of God is moving. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, release your power right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Yarakabaya, increase the moko, Lidakaba, Ro Yakabayara, Oriabraka Yangarabo, O Yakabayaria. Open your mouth, begin to pray in the spirit. Open your mouth, begin to pray in the spirit. Ro Yakabo, Libracapa, start the miracle, start the miracle now, start the miracle, start the miracle. Oh, Yakaba, oh Yakaba, Kadabaya, let there be miracles, signs and wonders. It's happening now. It's happening now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. It's happening now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Kekabo, the Lord is here with you. Check it out. The biggest fear is that the resurrection was not complete. The biggest lie is that this life is all that there is. And so we live in a fear of not knowing that God's work is completing us. The problem with not having confidence in the resurrection is that we don't know when the end, if we will live again. But I want you to know that the pain you face is temporary. The cancer you face is temporary. The disease you face is just temporary. Because every believer this 
you work it for your good cause he's not done with what he started he's not done until it's good so let him turn it in your favor watch him He's not done with what he started. 
He's not done until it's good. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. It's a new horizon. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. It's a new
Praise God. You're welcome to go and have coffee if you want to. But if you're in the hall, would you please be very quiet? Please just keep praying. Please be quiet. Please be prayerful while you're in the hall. And uh, there's people being touched by the Lord here. So let's just honor the presence of God. And if you, need, if you want to chat, you can go into the cafe room. God bless.